This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, One Rental at a Time, back with my good friends and three amigos, Dion and Matt. We'll go to Dion first. How you doing, buddy? Howdy, everybody. I am ready for mystery round two. Yeah. And Matt, how are you? I'm cautiously optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are awesome. So, um, you guys both know this. If a, a watcher of this, I don't like. I generally don't like rules of thumb in real estate because it really allows you to cut corners to at point least. at something. You know, like the one percent rule, for example. I'm, you know, I used it twenty years ago. I didn't know any better. You know, since then it's like, ooh, that's dangerous, right? It, it leads to dangerous things. Uh, the one I want to talk about today uh, is if interest rates rise one percent, prices will fall ten percent. Um, that's, uh, that's something that's often quoted today. Uh, so before I jump in and we do some math together, Dion, have you heard that if prices, if interest rates go up 1%, prices have to fall 10%? I've heard people say it and they quantify it by saying the payment will change an amount to make it drop 10% for the payment to stay relatively the same. So, so they're only looking at one specific metric. Yeah. And Matt, have you heard that? Absolutely. <clears throat> and largely in a normal market, I would agree with it. Not yeah, in one. a normal market, I agree with yeah, it. Again, not this one. The first time I, again, I've been doing this 20 years. The first time I heard this rule of thumb was actually on a Meet Kevin presentation, like a year ago or a mm. year and a half ago. It was like, wow, I've never heard that before. I'm, I'm going to go run those numbers. Mm -hmm. So as you both know, uh, I've done this 50-year spreadsheet. And you probably both remember the 70s because I, I talk about it like, hello, folks, look at the 70s. Uh, like it was yesterday. Yeah, like it was yesterday. So there's actually a six-year period in the 70s where interest rates went up 800 basis points. Yeah. So again, given that model, that means that real estate should fall 80%. Do any of you remember what happened to real estate in the 70s? How about you, Dion? Only because I read your spreadsheet. Yeah. I was, I was, I was born in the 70s. Yeah. But uh, yes. So I do know what happened from your spreadsheet. Yeah. And uh, Matt? Yeah, it was up 102%. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, thereabouts. So <laughs> what I'm going to do is actually I'm going to bring up that spreadsheet in a minute because I think we're <clears> going to play <throat> with some numbers. Because again, I'm big on the affordability index, which I'll just say now will be topic number three. Uh, but I want to, people need to do the math. Stop listening to lazy rules of thumb um, because they're often, they're just wrong. So let me let me bring this up. So while you're bringing that up, I'm going to cover really quick. Sure. Um, the problem with rules of thumb, when people say the 1% rule or the 50% rule, or I even I have criteria when I go to buy a property. And if, if you stick to your rules, you're going to miss yeah. really simple things that can end up costing you a bunch of money, like with the 1% rule. That doesn't point. It made sense in 2010 when there was a whole bunch of things flooding the market. Yep. And you had to filter down. But it doesn't point out. Is, is there a $500 a month HOA or no HOA at all? Yeah. Is your property taxes 1,000 a year or 16,000 a year? Mm -hmm. it, so it's such a flawed rule, but it sounds cool. Yeah. But people keep perpetuating it. 
Yeah, it's 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 a, it's a and I actually wrote about it's one of the only things I remember I wrote on purpose in my first book. The one percent rule is dangerous. So yeah. Anyways, so this is a spreadsheet I brought up again. I give this away for free in my free course. We've talked about it probably thirty times, but since it already had a calculation in it, I thought we would come back to it because what we're going to look at here, folks, is a couple of cells. We're going to look at this one. So let's make this yellow so people can see it. So we're maybe talk people didn't want to download it because it said down payment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. So what we're going to do now is we're going to change this 2.63 was actually the rate. We're going to flash this to 2%. And everything should ripple through. So again, what I want people to realize here is people are saying, and again, the medium, the price is here, 363. So we'll make this green. What the heck? I just want everybody to see what we're looking at here. Okay. So when people are talking to you about, hey, interest rates go up to 4%, prices have to fall 10%. That's what they say. So, okay, let's just start doing this math. So here's 3%. You're, let's actually write it down. Let's write this down. So 3% and just so people can track it. So 3% is 1378. And then we'll do 4% and then we'll do five. And just cause we, we talked about it in an earlier video we will do 2% and what the heck we'll do 1%. Oh. It's just crazy to think about, right? So let's do this real fast. Let's go Your back. property taxes are gonna be more than mortgage payment. Yeah, for sure. So let's do it. Let's do all this backwards. So one percent, your payment is a thousand bucks, a thousand fifty-one. This still <clears> makes <throat> sense in a minute, folks. Two percent is going to be twelve oh eight. Four percent, fifteen sixty-one, and then last one we'll do is five percent. 1755. Okay. Okay. So again, we've, as we said earlier, uh, people buy on payment, not price. And, you know, again, rates at 3%, they're 1378. Rates go up to 4%. They're, what is that? 100, 200 bucks, almost 200 bucks, yep. like 280 bucks. Uh, and again, that's significant, right? 280 bucks times 12. What's that? Over three grand. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just, just sitting back again, listening to, hey, 1%, 10% drop makes sense. But as you know, the 70s, what was the one wrinkle that people are missing? What else happened in the 70s? Uh, wage inflation. Exactly. Wage inflation. And Matt, what are we having right now? Wage inflation. <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys are like ham and egg. It's awesome. So this is what I this is what I want people to realize, right? I actually have the data here. Let me make get this out of the way. So we'll make this now a formula, right? So again, what is 79.9? That was the average family of four's income in July of 2021. What I'm going to do now is I'm going to times that by 1.05%. Okay. Actually, before I do that, I should have written that down. So I got to go back and make that a hundred percent. So what I want to do is gross uh, monthly gross income. So this is what mm -hmm. I want to do. So now I want to do gross income. Income. And as you're doing that, Mike, the other fun things are is that then you take the 30-year payment, exactly. you throw that up and you put a 40-year payment. Oh, geez. yeah, exactly. Right? There's so <laughs> many other variables here. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's not mess up. And for those of you wondering what we all do in our free time, this we, is it. Yeah, we play with what the heck is going on. <laughs> Exactly. There's three words that make you a successful person at real estate investing. Oh yeah, what's that? Boring <laughs> is sexy. There you go. 
Oh, you I figure like out it. that boring is sexy and you can do stuff like this and you get excited. Yeah. You're going to make it in real estate. All right. So now we're going to go up 5%. Okay. So this is actually not 5%. This is, that was, that was the base rate. Okay. So now 5%. So what is it now? Six, six, nine, nine, one. So what is that difference? So that is $350. So again, we are now seeing wages go up 5%. We've already seen that. Again, this is nothing crazy. Uh, a wage increase of 5% on a family's income of 79.90 means your monthly income, your gross is up 350 bucks. Everybody with me so far? Do we yep. see that? Yep. So rate, rates can go up. If they go up 1%, a lot of that will be absorbed in the increase, right? Now, this is obviously gross. You still have to take out taxes, all of those things. But what I really want to highlight here for folks is wages. If wages go up, it can, you can get higher prices and higher interest rates. For example, if we were to sit here and guess 2025, so four years from now, how much do you think wages will be up in four years from today? We'll go to Matt first. What do you think, Matt? Oh, double digits. Yeah, I think that's I mean, fair. you know, 20 to 30%. All right. And how about a you? Dean? How about you, Dean? What do you think? Four I years. I can't believe it. I'm going to agree with Matt. All right. Um, so let's so split, I, go ahead. I run a business that does job placement in the transportation industry. So we work with, we have about 1200 companies that hire from us. We have memorandums of agreement with 711. I run a nonprofit that does job placement assistance this year to just get to the baseline. Yep. It's 10%. Wow. Like that's the minimum that companies are doing. So 20 to 30% easily in that many years. Yeah. All right, so we're going to do 25%. I'm going to split the difference um, here. So again, what we will do now is we will go here and we will make this 25%. So again, your income now is going to be 83.22. So that is an increase of one, so four, so it's like 1,650 bucks. Actually, you know what? We can just do the math. Damn, why am I being so lazy? So $1,664. That's the increase in four years. I don't know. Would it say, let's say 40% of that can go to a payment, right? Because again, you want to do other things. So, okay. So let's take this times 40%. So you can afford a payment of an extra extra payment of $665. Okay. All right. So let's go back here. Let's get this back to 4% or no, it was 3%. So now let's see what happens. I'm going to take rates up 1% and I'm going to take housing up 10%. And we're going to see where the payment falls. Everybody with me? Mm -hmm. Okay. So interest rates go up to four. Got that one. And now prices, we're going to do a formula here just so everybody doesn't think I'm cheating. Times 1.1. Okay. So now your payments, where's your payment? Payment is 17, uh, 1717, which is we are comparing to this number. Your base was 1638. So let's do this. So this plus we, which we said you can afford 665 bucks. So I can go all the way up to a $2,043 payment and not have a problem if, mm -hmm. if <clears throat> wages go up 25%. This is interesting. Let's try that again. Let's go to 5%. 
Oh, look at that. So 5%, rates have gone up 2%, values have gone up 10%. Let's put it at 15%. Oh, look at that. <clears throat> Let's try one more. Let's try 20%. Oh, you've just gone over. So it's going to be more like 18%. Let's do 17.5. That's eh, close enough. So again, we've just proven that rates can go up 200 basis points and prices could go up 17.5% and it doesn't freaking matter if wages go up 25%. Right. And again, I was conservative. I assumed 40% of the raise, all of those things. So again, folks, stop listening to people spouting things that kind of logically make sense and do the math. Yeah. Do the math. So does this, uh, <clears throat> does, does this make sense? And then just for fun, did you see how the payment was a thousand dollars at 1%? Yeah. <laughs> so that was what about, a $400,000 house. What about 1% at 40 years? <laughs> oh, geez. So here's something that I hope people take away from this. We're pointing out how even if interest rates go up, wage inflation impacts that. So people can buy houses that cost more and they yeah. can afford the mortgage payment. Mm -hmm. Wages set rents. Exactly. So 100%. you want to be the person owning the property next year when those wages catch up with wage inflation. And that is that actually impacts the rental market. In, in my area in Washington, we're seeing 20 to 40% rent increases. Mm -hmm. At the tenant's request, in yeah. my own portfolio, I'm seeing 20 to 40% where the tenants ask for it and are happy when we agree to it. Yeah, so the, again, like, so I will do the math, right? Because again, all this is formulas and you have, everybody can get the 50-year spreadsheet. Links below, it's my free course. It was so valuable, I gave it away for free. So again, let's see what happens. Oh my goodness. So what did we say? Oh, 1%, that was the other thing. <clears throat> 1% and then we got to go back here and get rid of this goose up. I could have just changed it to one, I guess. Oh my God, your payment's $826. On a $363,000 house. Yeah, you want to talk about cash flow? Cash flow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so here's the deal, right? I love that Dion just brought that up. So again, if this is what you see coming, you want to buy before all of this. Because again, what happens when, what happens when you can buy a $360 house or $360,000 house and pay 826 bucks? A lot of people want to buy houses. Prices are going to go up. And these are all, as Dion said, rent will be impacted. It's, I just wish people would do the math, man. I just, uh, I don't know. I hate lazy rules of thumb. That 1% rule burns people. Uh, this one, the, the rise of 1% uh, and the 10% crash totally misses wages. Again, I get it, right? We really haven't had wage increase at any level for 30 years. I get it. But there's another variable in this mix and it's called wages and, and we're going to have the decade of wage increases or at least five years. So uh, Matt, what do you think? Let's wrap this up. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, even 10 months ago, that was the math that I was using. Mm -hmm. I was, you know, it's because it's the payment right but now with all the other levers that they pulled and all the other things that they've exposed and all the other things that they're willing to do. It's off the table. That, that is old math at this point. I like to say that old math and Dion. I think the thing to be really careful of is those rules of thumb. You started this with the 1% rule. So I have specific criteria when it comes to buying a house. I want in my area a 10% or better yield. So single family, so pretty much out. Mm -hmm. So I look for small multifamily. I like side by side. 
So tenants aren't above or below each other. I like washer dryer hookups inside. I like a garage and two bedrooms. I have like very specific criteria. A couple of days ago, I was doing the teaching assistant live stream for the Bigger Pockets bootcamp that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And at the very end of it, I said, okay, so we're going to literally share my screen, open up my emails, find a, a lead that my agent sent to me, and I'm going to review a property. And I pull it up nice. and it looks like a duplex. I look at the number and I'm about to point out how this is probably not a great deal. I'm looking through, I find out it's a triplex. Ooh. I find out the yield is 19%. I yeah. found out a couple other things. So on my live stream, I picked my phone up, text my agent. I was like, hey, hi, David, hope you're having a good night. I would like to make an asking price offer on, I read out the MLS number just and I did that. Yeah. <clears throat> Next week, I have to explain to my boot camp why those are over under. They're not, they don't hit all my criteria. Right. My rule is if everything worked out, that's the perfect one. Right. If, if it's not over right. under, or if it's not side by side, it's over under. I wouldn't want it with a 10% yield. My, turn, my turnover rate is going to be higher, right? But yes. at a 19%? With, so it had enough strong other criteria to where even my own rules of thumb have to be flexible. Yes, nice. So if, especially if you're going to use something like the 1% rule, understand it and use the, you know, uh, you know, really limit how you're going to use something like that to help you make decisions. Yeah. At the end of the day, folks, the three of us all do live streams. We all produce content every week. You need to be following these three guys. They're doing the work. They're helping people. We are not preaching fear. We're not preaching rules that don't help you. Do the work, do the math, uh, and just keep coming back. Matt, what's your channel? Lumberjack Landlord on YouTube at 1130 a.m. Eastern time every Sunday, three-hour real estate palooza. Your questions, my answers. (laughs) And Dion? Dion Talk Financial Freedom right here on YouTube. Um, and while you have, you are doing the podcast version, Mike, I don't recommend this as a video for that since it was so, um, heavy into the spreadsheet, mm-hmm. but, uh, Tuesday evenings, uh, it, uh, I'm trying to get the live streams out, try to answer every question that comes my way. You guys are amazing. And I am, yes, I am the wimp as both of them have pointed out. My live streams are one hour Saturday mornings. That's because I go from one live stream to another live stream. I was going to point that out. You do two in a row. So yes, yeah. take care guys.